Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone, and you're watching the Super Fantasy Bros Podcast. One hour of commercial-free podcasting starts now. Enjoy the show. All right, welcome back to the Super Fantasy Bros Podcast. After a week away due to work and my cousin's wedding, I am back with the crew, Matt and T-Gods. Obviously, Q is not here, so unfortunately, we will not be doing trivia, but he should be back tomorrow for some trivia. Uh, today, we're going to recap all things week nine, doing some calmer chaos, trust or bust, buy low, sell high, and some waiver targets. And as always, we'll try to answer any questions here in the chat, so feel free to drop any questions throughout the episode. We will get to them as soon as we can. Missed it last week. Happy to be back. It's good Let's to have get... you back. Thanks, man. Thanks. Q Welcome, filled buddy. in quite nicely, though. So he did. Let's uh let's get to some calmer chaos, shall <clears throat> we? Some calm. We shall. Starting at the quarterback position, Justin Herbert, fourteen point one points, thirty of forty three, two hundred and forty five yards, one touchdown, and one interception. Calm or chaos for Herbert? Chaos. Chaos. Okay. I think I'm staying patient on Herbert. I can't until give up they, on him just now. All right. Like, they until need healthy Keenan, receivers. They need Keenan and Mike Will. Yeah. He needs Big. them to be good. He needs yeah. them bad. He's suffering without them. He is definitely suffering. Um, I'm hoping he can get them back sooner. I think I'd honestly target trading for Justin Herbert at this point, if you could. I'll talk a bit more about that later. If you're like a team that's winning but needs an upgraded quarterback, He's definitely a target right now. Survive a couple weeks and he'll be good. Um, but yeah, as of right now, if you're a losing team, I think it's leaning towards chaos because it's going to be a possibly definitely a couple more weeks without Mike Williams. And Keenan Allen has still been dealing with this frustrating uh, hamstring injury. So don't know what to do with them at this point. But I think you just got to rock out with Herbert if you are stuck with them and you can't really make a move. Tough. John to swallow musty Justin Fields number one passer. We will definitely talk <laughs> about Justin Fields later. Definitely. All right, let's move on to some running backs. Dante Foreman, 4.1 points, seven carries for 23 yards, two catches on three targets for negative two yards. Calm or chaos. Matt, <clears throat> what happened? <laughs> the Panthers offense just looked horrible. Brutal. Like, there was nothing that was working for him. I can't pin that all on Dante Foreman. Uh, it is a little nerve-wracking that uh, Chuba said he could return on Thursday, so that might cut into some of his production. But I do still think Dante Foreman's the number one on that team. So I'm not panicking just yet. But if I see a repeat of this come this week, I will definitely be a little uh, chaotic about it. Yeah. I think I'm leaning towards staying calm as well for now. Uh, I think the Panthers are just going to be up and down, so I don't think you're going to get elite Foreman every single week. But when they are able to get him the ball, I think he's going to do a lot with it. So staying calm on Foreman for now. Yep. Uh, maybe not so calm for David Montgomery, 5.4 points, 14 carries for 36 yards. Caught one of his two targets for eight yards and still splitting a lot of this work with Khalil Herbert. So calm or chaos for Montgomery. Chaos. I mean, you like the 14 carries, but the 36 yards, no good. 
No bueno. No, no good. Touchdowns. That whole game was just weird, dude. Tell me. Tell me it was. Yeah, it was a weird game. Justin Fields elite. Elite. He took over. <laughs> He's the, he the RB1 on that team. He might be now. It's ridiculous. Look. His rushing yards have been crazy too. I know we'll get into it later, but like he's been next level. Khalil Herbert was kind of seemed like almost the better running back the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Montgomery finally gets the work back in his favor, but still didn't do much with it. So Justin Fields decides to run for a hundred and what seventy some yards. Yeah, too many, too many yards. Ridiculous. I think you have to start him probably just for volume, but at best a low, low end RB two. The volume play. really isn't even there anymore. Like fourteen I mean, carries is not RB one type volume. I mean, he's had at least fifteen touches and played at least seventy percent of the snaps in four of the last five games. So, but he's only broken ten fantasy points what three times this year. Yes, three times. So it's a bad job. I mean, he did miss basically two games, but still, yeah, up and down. It's chaos for Montgomery. <clears throat> it's not been the same that we were hoping to see this season. Brian Robinson, 5.8 points, 13 carries for 44 yards, caught both of his targets for negative six yards. Calm or chaos for the commander's running back. Chaos. Yep. At least he finally got two targets, though. I mean, he was, like, irrelevant in the passing game completely up until this point. But even then, commanders aren't going to be up in many games. They're not going to be looking to run the ball. Even if he is the number one, it's going to be hard for him to find production unless he falls face first into the end zone, as Sean likes to say. I completely agree. I think the, the carries have been relatively decent for Robinson most games. 17-20. We last two weeks ago um, against the Colts, he had only eight carries. That was his worst game, only 25% of the snaps, but got back up to 44% and 13 carries. Like, it's okay. It's like by week fill in numbers at best. Like, you at can't, best. can't trust it. And even Gibson didn't play well in this game either. So, Commanders running backs are inconsistent, not with it right now. They should just run Curtis Samuel. They should. He was used as a running back effectively in the past, so you never know. Maybe they'll switch up. All right, let's do some quick hold or fold for some running backs. Cam Akers, 0.3 points. Just got back, only played 19% of the snaps, though. Holding or folding? Easily folding. folding. Don't want him. He should be on waivers. Fold, fold, fold. Yeah, you're only holding him for his name at this point. I would probably lean towards folding if, if there's something better out there. There's a lot of stuff. Um, Isaiah Pacheco, 1.9 points, announced as the starter two weeks ago. Uh, did start this game as well, but still playing 30% of the snaps or fewer and doing pretty much nothing with them. Flavors. Jarek McKinnon should be the starter. That backfield is way too crowded. Yeah, it's kind of all over the place, and Pacheco really has not done anything since that week one game where he found the end zone. So fold as well. And one more running back here, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. His teammate, 2.9 points. His snap share the last four weeks, 43%, 42%, 27%, 17% last game. Fold him like a lawn chair. Do it. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad at you for dropping Clyde, but just from the production early on in the season, I'm probably just <clears throat> holding on my bench yeah, just, just in case. Yeah. But if you I had agree. to drop him, I wouldn't be mad at you because he has been that bad. All right, let's go back to Calmer Chaos with some wide receivers, starting with Devin Duvernay. 
1.5 points, one catch on one target for five yards, even with Bateman out. Bateman and Mark Andrews out. And How yep. does he only get one target? Don't know. He probably can't get open. I mean, thank God he did. I'm not complaining, but that shit is crazy. But I think I'm still holding. Well, no, I'm calm. Forgot we were done hold or fold, but I'm calm on Devin DuVernay. He's shown flashes in uh, earlier in the season to where I feel like if he had this opportunity again, he would definitely have a lot more than one catch for five yards. Chaos. Chaos. 100% chaos. 100%. He's wide receiver 35 on the season somehow, but I think he's like somehow a touchdown dependent wide receiver. Yep. Tyler Lockett bull. Stop hating on Lockett. Lockett has been so consistent this year. All right. Past Tyler Lockett. Past Tyler Lockett. Yes. Okay. Yeah. He's just been so hit or miss and not consistent. I'm just not rocking with him right now. Duvernay, chaos. Question from Musty. Is Gino a good replacement for Joe Burrow this week, or should I trade or pick up someone else? I'd rock Gino's Gino. fine. Gino's yeah, been like Gino. Gino's been rock solid this year. He's been so consistent. Um, even in this matchup this week, I think he should be just fine against the Bucks. He's gonna have to throw. Lock him in. Yep. Should Agreed. be a safe bet for around 20 points. He's QB eight on the season. Like he's been good. Start him. Start him. Starting with confidence. All right, continuing with wide receivers, Devonta Smith, 4.2 points. Caught both of his targets for only 22 yards, and he now has four games this season with 15-plus points and four games with seven or fewer points. Calm or chaos? Chaos. I mean, like, yeah. that, that's like the definition of chaos right there. It's just he blows up or he... Yeah, he's boomer bust, uh, and you unfortunately are probably stuck starting him most weeks. The, the volume's been there, even when he has busted. Um, like last week, he had only seven points, but he did have eight targets. But the volume was disappeared this week against the Texans. They weren't looking his way, two catches on two targets. But the Texans are one of the top three defenses against wide receivers, shockingly. Wow. Um, so tough matchup for him in general. He gets the commanders this week where he had 30 points against them last week. So if he struggles this week, then I'll go full chaos, but yeah. I'm rocking calm right now for now. For and now. the Eagles are also like a good offense. They can get up on these teams that they're playing and everybody knows we don't mind running the shit out of the football. Yep. So, yeah, just need him to get involved early and he shall be fine. Uh, next one, DJ Moore, 4.4 points, two catches on six targets for 24 yards. This was a disaster for the Panthers from the start. Comma chaos. Damn. I don't even know at this point. Boomer bust. Either. Literally boomer bust. Like before this game, for the last five <clears throat> games, he had 10 points. The last two games, he had at least 19 points. So like he was looking very consistent. He had at least seven targets in each of those five games. He does still get six targets, but... P.J. Walker started off atrocious, gets benched for, unfortunately, Baker. And we know how D.J. Moore looked with Baker earlier in the season. They did say P.J. is starting again, but he obviously has a short leash now, too. So we'll see. Yeah. I'm kind of in the middle. I'm not fully chaotic. I'm not fully calm. I'm just like nervous, I guess. I don't know. Based on previous events, I'm going to say chaos. Yep. I respect it for sure. Uh, Michael Pittman, 5.2 points, three catches on six targets. 
um, or chaos here. Only 22 yards as well. Chaos. chaos. 100%. You just got to hope that what, who Jeff Saturday, yeah. <laughs> hope that he comes in there and changes something up. Yeah. He's been a bit up and down. Um, he's obviously had some huge games. He's had the volume consistently. He's had at least six targets in every single game, but with the new quarterback, he's obviously not been the same that he was with Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan obviously gave him a little bit more upside. But right now, like you just said, pity stinky. Pity yep. stinky. Not wrong. Me and Q just traded pity in CBS to get DK. Yeah. It's a it's a that's a good move, actually. I, I don't hate that. I mean, I'm a pity stand, so like I still I have faith, are. but Ellinger is not helping. Ellinger, however you say Ellinger. it. Not Shout helping. Shout out to Dave for that pronunciation. Yeah. Got some people in the chat. Geek. The go. So geek. <laughs> I'm so pit sweaty on Pittman right now in my home league. <laughs> yes, I am the same. I've been locked in. What's up, Sam? We got some, a lot of fans in the chat. We are going to keep it rolling here. What do we got next? Gabe Davis. 5.3 points. Two catches on five targets for 33 yards. I might be fully chaos on Gabe Davis. Yeah. The ultimate, ultimate boom or bust candidate right there. Yeah. And we just talked about Smitty, but I think he's even more extreme of an example of boom or bust. 100%. And more busts than booms this season as well. So he's got four games under seven fantasy points. Yeah. Just like Smitty. Agreed to you guys. Josh Allen being a little banged up. Does make me a little nervous. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, a little bit nervous. I don't know what to do with Gabe Davis. Very much nervous. Point, I I might be benching him, and you might get hurt. You might get burned. You might he might drop thirty on your bench, but he is a uh, scary to start. You said some Gabe bars. Davis glorified MVS. Glorified <laughs> MVS. Now that is that's, <laughs> that might be taking it a step too far. <laughs> I can't say I disagree with it. So, yeah. Uh, Last wide receiver for Comber Chaos, Hunter Renfro. 5.6 points, three catches on four targets for 26 yards. He now has one game this season with more than 10 points, which was week two, and I think he only had 10.4 points or something. And he has wide receiver 89 on the season. He did miss two games, did have a bye, but still not putting up any numbers, even when healthy. Give me Mac Hollins over him. Yeah, at this point. Before the season started, I should have took whatever I could have got from Vince for Hunter Renfro. I had faith, but he has let me down every single week, even when he had the 10.4 points. I was not happy with it. Yeah, it's been rough going for Hunter Renfro owners. If you're holding, just hold him on your bench until he does anything. I'm definitely more than willing to fold on Hunter Renfro at this point. You can drop him. 100%. Definitely droppable. Uh, Musty with another question. Should I try and upgrade and get a better wide receiver using DJ Moore, Gabe Davis, and Mike Evans? I'm still holding out hope on Mike Evans. He's been a bit inconsistent. Like I still think he's going to have better days ahead. If you can get better on DJ Moore, Gabe Davis, I would just wait for them to blow up and then trade them. Right now their value is low. Both of them have been struggling. DJ Moore puts up another good game this Thursday. You might be able to move him next week. But yeah. Yeah. You're not going to be able to get much for DJ Moore or Gabe Davis right now. You might be able to sell Mike Evans for the name, but I still think he's going to have better. I, yeah, I'd hold on to Mike Evans. Yeah. The touchdowns are coming as always. 
All right, tight ends, Tyler Higby, zero points, zero catches on one target. He is now tight end 16 on the season after five straight weeks of at least 8.9 points to start the season. T-Gods, Comber Chaos for your guy. Chaos, he's not startable anymore. Literally, he's not startable. He's not. Like, not until you see something again. I have to start Dawson Knox this week. Dawson yeah. could be nice. Dawson could be all right, especially if Josh Allen's out. Like I kind of, I kind of like the backup going for the tight end. I do Never like safety too. blanket. Safety blanket. I do not hate that. As much as it sounds weird that like Josh Allen being out would favor somebody, I think it would favor Dawson Knox the most out of anybody. Mm-hmm. Maybe Singletary as well. Sorry, Just sorry. This is about Higby. Higby, put him on your bench. Just, yeah. just do it. Trust me. Don't, don't fall for it. Yeah. Even if you, I probably wouldn't drop him, but no, definitely put him on your bench. Do not start him. Can't don't, drop him with the weight. Not until you see looking. it again. Yeah. Agree with that as well. Welcome <clears throat> back to Calmer Chaos. Kyle Pitts, 4.7 points, two catches on seven targets for 27 yards. This man is abysmal. I'm still chaos. Always chaos. I don't care if he has a good game or not. Yeah. We need to make like a agreement to like never talk about him again or something. Yeah. yeah. It's no pointless. He's he always going to be here. Unless Mariota it's like three straight weeks on like a 50 yard games. bomb. It was he was so wide open, got over the top mm-hmm. of the defense, and Mariota overthrew him like crazy. So he could have had it, but yes, yeah, I'm he not could have avoided being Mariota, here. A quarterback, he's murdered Kyle Pitts. He had Drake London good for three weeks, and now murdered him as well. I'm not starting any Falcons pass catcher aside from nope. their running backs. Yep. All right, before we do some trust or bust and get a little bit more positive here. Let's talk about today's sponsor, Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is the easiest way to play fantasy football. You can get started now with their Week 10 Battle Royale Contest, $50,000 to first place, $250,000 in prizes total. Football is always more fun with a few bucks in play, so check out their contests. Also have contests for baseball, basketball, hockey, although baseball is over now. So basketball and hockey at this point. And when you sign up, use our promo code SUPERFB, 100% deposit match up to 100 bucks. So if you deposit $100, you get another $100 matched free. And you can use our promo code SUPERFB for that, S-U-P-E-R-F-B. You can play on the Underdog Fantasy app for iOS and Android, or sign up online at underdogfantasy.com. Check them out. Back to it. Trust or bust starting with the man the myth the legend justin fields 50 burger 50.72 points against the dolphins 17 to 28 for 123 yards passing doesn't sound that good but did throw three touchdowns also added 178 yards rushing and a touchdown on only 15 carries more rushing yards than mike vick ever had in an nfl game trust or bust Trust. Trust for now. I'll get into Trusting. it later. Ooh, for now. For now. I don't, I don't know, man. The rushing has been giving him such a solid floor. He's had at least 47 rushing yards in every game since week three. And the last four games, he's had at least 60 rushing yards, and he has a rushing touchdown in each of the last three games. They finally are fi- figuring out how to incorporate his legs into the offense, and he showed that he's been pretty consistent. 19 fantasy points over the last five weeks. I'm fully trusting Justin Fields right now. Me too. I never thought I would say it ever. Me either. I 
I had hope for him for a while just because I liked his talent coming out of college. But, like, I was getting to the point where I was ready to give up. But I'm back in. He looks He's good. Back. He's back. He looks alive. Yep. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa, 30.08 points, 21 to 30, 302 yards, and another three touchdowns. He's QB 11 on the season, and he did miss two and a half games. Trust or bust, fully buying in on Tua at this point? Fully bought in on Tua. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Tyreek and Waddle are way too good. Uh, Tua always has that rushing floor as well. So, I mean, this Dolphins offense is looking dangerous right now. Yeah. Yep. I would completely agree. I'm trusting Tua at this point. The, the passing offense is too good. He still is missing a few throws a game, like either like an easy dump off or like under throwing the shit out of Tyreek or Waddle on a couple plays. But for the most part, he's getting the job done. They're winning football games. I'm locked in on Tua. Yep. Yes, sir. Gotta love it. Got to love it. Uh, I just lost the stream. Hold. System processing. All right, we're back. We are back. Running backs. Kenyon Drake, 24.9 points, 24 carries, 93 yards, scored twice, caught both of his targets for 16 yards on Monday Night Football. Trust or bust for Kenyon Drake? Bust. Bust? Yeah. I'm trusting. They're on a bye week, and then people are coming back. Gus coming back. I'm not scared. And JK's coming back. Mark Andrews will be back. Who knows when JK's coming back? He'll be back. Three to four weeks. I hope so. I need him. But until then, I am taking Kenyon Drake over Gus Edwards all day, every day. Okay. I think- sorry, sorry, sorry. Trust for like a week, maybe two. Sorry. Yeah, for for now. For now. Still but- believe you're in Gus. <sighs> I hate you. He looked good when he was healthy. He looked all right. And he looked good last healthy. year when he was healthy. If he does, obviously he is not on the field. But if he does come back on the field, I do think he does take <clears> away some of Kenyon Drake. Plus, anytime I've ever trusted Kenyon Drake, he breaks my heart. So I'm not trusting until he does this for like five weeks in a row. I hate that he's on a bye this week because I'm going to start him so bad. Yeah. Tough now would be the perfect time to start him, and then it's all just going to be ruined after the bye week. Yeah. Yep. It's going to get a little bit muddy. Uh, Cordaro Patterson, 18.3 points, 13 carries, 44 yards, scored twice, caught his lone target for nine yards, trust or bust. That boy I'm back. not sure that I trust anyone more. I'm he just scores. Him. He literally just he just he puts really up does. points. I don't know if I can fully trust. Why? There's no reason not to. He has found a touchdown. Bro, he has five, he touchdowns five touchdowns in five games. He gets I know. them. I know he gets them. He does, but when he doesn't, there's going to be nothing there. But You're he right. will You're get right. them. He who will get what? them, though. Right. I mean, literally has one game without a touchdown that he's played in so far this season. Yeah, but last season he had a bunch without games, and he had that solid, solid receiving floor, and that floor is gone with Mariota. Well, Mariota needs to learn how to dump it off. And no, he doesn't. He doesn't do it. He doesn't. And I'm trusting is still C-Pat. playing trusting a lot of the C-Pat. snaps. Trusting heavy. Love me some CPAT. I need to see it a little bit more. He hated me this Hater. Was your look good too. He looked great as well. So not fully bought in. I need to see it. I need to see him take over the backfield again. Sleep. Ah. He only played 39% of the snaps. And he had 18 points. 
Yeah, because right. two touchdowns. Exactly. Want to bet? bet if he scores two touchdowns this week? No. no. I'll, I'll bet he scores I'll, one. I'll, I'll bet he I'll scores bet he has one. over 15. All right, I'll bet that. $10. 10 I'll put 10 All right, all right, all right. Say less. Say less. 15 plus. CPAT 14.9 or fewer. Uh, not happening. We'll see. All right. Jeff Wilson, 16.2 points, nine carries for 51 yards, th- caught all three of his targets for 21 yards, and caught a receiving touchdown. Basically took over the Miami backfield in his first game there. Trust or bust? I don't know. Bust. Someone Most, sway me Most one way or the still other. still played 47% of the snaps and also found the end zone. So, I mean, I don't think it's going to be all – uh, what's his face? I think this backfield still still a little crowded, so it's going to be hard to depict a number one week in and week out. I think they were only relying on Mostert so much because they really liked him. Edmonds is now gone, so it's Mostert and Wilson, and Wilson's going to be the younger, healthier back. He looked more efficient. He looked better when he got the ball. I think they had the same amount of carries, and Wilson got double the amount of yards. I think they're both guys that uh, Mike McDaniels may familiar with as well. So I don't know. I'm not fully sold yet. Obviously we need to see more. It's been one game with the dolphins, but we saw Jeff Wilson earlier this season look good. Even with the Niners, like RB 24 on the season right now in general. So he was already putting up numbers, goes to a new situation, still putting up numbers. He looks good. I can't take it away from him. So I think I'm trusting if he's out there on waiver still somehow, like some people did drop him. Please go pick him up. He's only owned in half of leagues, 50%. Does Gator Make have sure any more Jeff trades Wilson. left? No. Fuck. He's done. Sorry. Need him to drop him. <laughs> he might. Uh, Raheem Blackshear, probably a name I did not expect to say this year. 15.3 points, five carries for 13 yards. Found the end zone. Caught all four of his targets for 40 yards for the Panthers. Trust or bust? Not bust. trusting. Biggest bust Ever. No chance. Yeah. I mean, he could maybe carve out a little bit more of a role, but with Hubbard coming back, I'm not believing it. No way, Jose. Yeah. No thanks. Not worth throwing waiver waiver bucks on him. Leave him on waivers, please. All right. Wide receivers, trust or bust, starting with Christian Kirk, 21.6 points, caught eight of nine passes, 76 yards, and a touchdown. His best game since week two. I know we were talking about him being a little bit more inconsistent, but are we fully trusting again? Nope. Yes. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again? He's been so up and down all year. We literally gave up on him at one point. I am not jumping back on the Christian Kirk bandwagon. He's wide receiver 10. That's what I was about to ask. I was about to say, what wide receiver do you think he is on the season? He's wide receiver 10. Wide receiver 10. That's how. I mean, he hasn't had his buy, so obviously that gives him an extra week of points. But he also had a two-point game. So if you count that as his buy, he's he's been putting up numbers. He's been putting up numbers. Obviously, the first three games were huge, and then he kind of came pretty inconsistent. But last three games, the volume's still been there, seven-plus targets in the last three. They have to throw most games anyways. They're never owning these teams. So, How the fuck is he wide receiver 10? I'm trusting. All right. I guess if you have Christian Kirk, you have to start him. The rank swayed me. 
his booms have been too boomy too to put him on the bench. And he's boomed more consistently than the guys like we were talking about earlier with Devonta Smith and Gabe Davis. So rock out Christian Kirk. Uh, Mecole Hardman, 19.9 points, six catches on nine targets, 79 yards, found the end zone. This is his fourth straight game with 12 plus points. Is this finally the Mecole Hardman breakout or is he still a fraud? Absolutely trusting Miko Hardman. Ooh, okay. You're both on opposite ends of the spectrum. I am. You why, why aren't you why trusting? Fraud? There's too many. There's just too many people on the team. But four weeks in a row of him being productive. And he saw his most targets this past week with nobody. Everybody was there. And Kadarius Tony just came on the team. Where he still barely plays more than 50% of the snaps. But he makes do with what he gets. Like he, he does, but touchdown dependent. And I'm not so confident in him. Not as much as I'm in like Cordero Patterson getting his touchdowns. Like he's going to get his. Well, Nicole's yeah. like not guaranteed to get his. I'm, I'm with you guys. Because Mahomes spreads the ball around a ton. Juju's also been up and up the last few weeks. Kelsey's obviously going to get his. Darius Tony might hop in there a little bit. Tony's now there as well. He's just getting caught up to speed. They do still have Valdez Gantling, but it feels like, I'd guess, it feels like Hardman's kind of taking away those snaps from Scantling at this point. They're really not looking his way anymore. Um, so it seems like he's taking on that type of role, but still, I think it's going to be an inconsistent role. He has been consistent, but the touchdowns have really helped him to be that consistent force. I don't know if they're going to continue this at this high of a rate, so... I'm still leaning towards bust, but I mean, I think he's definitely worth owning, and I think he's in that boomer bust flex territory. He'll prove you wrong. We shall see. Yep. Garrett Wilson, 17.9 points, caught eight balls on nine targets for 92 yards. Back-to-back 17-plus point performances. Trust or bust? I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know on this one. Like, I'm looking at his numbers, and everything is just all over the place. His targets are all over the place. The percent, his like snap percentage, all over the place. Points, all like everything is just scattered. I like, I don't know. Hello? What? I'm trusting. Oh, (laughs) it sounded like your mic disconnected. I know. (laughs) Maybe it did. Um, I do think I'm trusting, though. Elijah Moore. He has been playing, but he's not really doing anything. He doesn't want to play. He doesn't want to be on this team at this point. Um, Garrett Wilson has pretty much said, all right, if you don't want to play, I'm going to play, and I'm going to put up numbers. Since that's kind of happened, he's kind of taken over as the team's leading receiver, leading tar- leading in targets. I'm, lo- I'm rocking with him. Corey Davis also hasn't done anything. So he seems like the top pass catcher. Might not be consistent. It is the Jets, but the Jets – kind of legit they've been in games i'm rocking with them decent flex option jets are spicy this year they are spicy i mean they beat the bills come on that's impressive uh, that's insane and eagles whatsoever eagles will why would you ever say that no they wouldn't lose oh eagles would jets. the jets i thought you said yeah. eagles would never <laughs> beat the bills oh no yeah. we're gonna I, beat the bills i misunderstood in the super bowl i'm with mm-hmm. it all right, Darnell Mooney, 17.5 points, seven of eight targets, 43 yards, and a score. Trust or bust? Fuck no, baby. <sighs> I hate Mooney. I hate him. Stupid. Mm. 
Not a fan. <laughs> not a fan. Dislike him highly. I still like Moody. He's a decent oh, I like Moody. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Look, it ain't been pretty, but Justin Fields has been better. And since Justin Fields has been better for the last three of the three of the last four games, he's had 12 points. The volume's been up a bit more. He's been more involved. I don't love it. Claypool's now there. I'm not fully bought in, but if you need a flex, he's a decent option. I'd rather have Garrett Wilson like we just talked about. I'd rather have pretty much everyone I think we just talked about uh over Mooney. Agreed. Maybe not Hardman, but mm, I'd take Hardman. He's Way definitely still a offense. risky flex, but I'm trusted a little bit. I'm start he's starting to earn me back. He's starting to win me back. Just need to see it continue. All right, Curtis Samuel, 17.1 points, three of four for 65 yards and a tutty. Trust or bust? Trust. Trust. This man has two games under 10 fantasy points. You have I don't to know trust. how he continues to do it, but he finds the production in whatever volume he's given, and he takes full advantage of it. You have to trust. The volume's been down. The snap share has been slowly dwindling, but he's still just making it happen. I don't know how mm-hmm. this keeps happening, but it keeps happening. So Because he gets these like I'm Debo trusting. run plays. Right. And you would think that would make them want to play him more. So I don't understand why his snap share is going down. Yeah, I mean, his targets were huge the first five games, and then the last four, it was five, eight, four, four. Like, he's not getting that same volume, but he's still putting up points, so I'm not complaining. I think you still roll him out there until he stops putting up points. Not starting him this week. Not against the Birds. No thank you. True, true. Tough matchup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rondale Moore, 14.9 points, eight catches on 10 targets for 69 yards. He now has four out of his last five games with 10-plus points. Trust or bust? Trust. I guess trust. I mean, numbers aren't lying, so. Yeah, and he's a number two on a Cardinals offense uh, where their defense is so bad that they just let teams stay in games, so they're going to have to throw. I mean, D-Hop needs help, and Rondell looks like he is that wide receiver, too, ever since Hollywood got hurt. And he's literally, like, always on the field. Always. Yep. Always. This man lives on the field. He's been super involved. I'm trusting until Hollywood is back, which is probably another two to three weeks, if not more. So, yeah. Lock in with Rondell for the next couple of weeks. I'm assuming Hollywood might be coming back, probably targeting week 14 after their bye. So you might not be able to use him for the playoffs, but at least you got to make there. it there. He's had eight targets in four of the last five games. Guess which game I started him? The one game where he had two <laughs> targets. Gotta love it. Jack Gotta love it. But you're trusting him. Trust. All right, last wide receiver, Terrace Marshall Jr., 14.3 points, three catches on six targets, 53 yards, and a tutty. 12-plus points in the last two games. Trust or bust? Not trusting, but worth a scoop. Worth a scoop. Definitely a good hold in Dynasty. Yes, I agree with both. Scoop, don't start. Still not mm-hmm. fully there, especially with the quarterback inconsistency. We've seen T.J. Moore struggle. Don't be shocked if Terrace Marshall starts to struggle as well. All right, tight ends before we do some waiver targets. Cole Komet, 22 points, five catches on six targets for 41 yards and two touchdowns. This man did not score a single touchdown since week 13 of 2020 before the last two weeks. In the last two weeks, he now has three. 
That is the NFL. That is football. Trust or bust. 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 That was just his only game just, over 10 points. Yeah, no. Odd game not for everybody enough. there. I'm scooping. Scoop. Maybe not. Scoop loving. hold. Not Scoop, starting. But not starting. Scoop, not start. Scoop, not start. Mm-hmm. Scoop, don't start. Yeah. Cade Otten, 17.8 points, five catches on six targets, 68 yards, and a score. After struggling last week, he bounced back. Trust or bust? I don't know. And I'm not afraid know, to say so it. so many mouths to feed on that Bucks offense. Yeah, no I thanks for me. Him. No thanks. That's a no for me, dog. I think he's also worth a scoop, but also not the most trustworthy start. I think he's a good tight end by week filling. He's got 10 points in three of the last five. He's still been involved in the games he struggled in, but not great. He's all right. He's all right. Yeah. He he's a typical tight end. Yep. Typical tight end by week filling tight end. Mm-hmm. If he scores, you're good. If he doesn't, you're bad. <laughs> TJ Hawkinson, 16 points, caught all nine of his targets for 70 yards with the Vikings. Are we trusting him? As a tight end for the Vikings now. You love 100%. See it. Nine 100%. targets in his first game, caught all nine. That Vikings offense loves to throw. Um, I'm trusting TJ Hawkinson completely. Yep. yep. I think I'm trusting him as well. Kirk has not been a huge tight end guy, but this might be the best tight end he's played with since Jordan Reed. Fortunately, my man's Irv Smith been inconsistent. So. I need Jordan Reed on the Viking. Oh, no, that was the... Talking about Kirk in general, man. Sorry. Command is... I remembered. It came back to me. Going way back. He doesn't really... He hasn't had that great of tight ends since. So, I guess Kyle Rudolph, but he was kind of at the end of his career with... uh, He was only good for one-handed touchdowns. He's good for like six or seven touchdowns a year, and and they were impossible to predict when they were going to (laughs) happen. He would get like three of them in one game. Yep. All right, waiver targets. Matt, start us off. Who is your waiver target this week? The man you guys were hating on, Miko Hardman. Like Sean said, he has at least 12 points in the last four games. Uh, He has just about 20-plus in the past two. Uh, He only saw 12 targets through the first four games. Over the last four games, I believe he's added 10 to that, and he has 22 in the last four games. Um. He has capitalized on his opportunities like we were just talking about. The only thing that I am scared of that you guys brought up is it was Tony's first game in the offense. He could easily get acclimated pretty quickly and start getting used a lot more. But, I mean, the way Nicole Hardman's playing, I don't see how he's not owned in more than 48% of leagues. Yeah, I completely agree. He has been hot. You have to scoop him up. You might not have to start him, but you have to scoop him up. Got to scoop them up. T-Gods, we were target. We got. Uh, we just talked about him, Terrace Marshall. Um, you know, easily just worth a scoop. Like the Panthers are going to be down in probably every game. They're going to have to throw. Um, and I mean, the last two weeks he has 15 targets, 140 yards, and a touchdown. Like he's putting up solid numbers on a team that's going to be throw happy and just just worth the scoop. Worth the scoop. I agree. And Robbie Anderson's gone, so he's, his snap share has skyrocketed. So, Bye-bye, Wobby. Wobby hasn't done anything. Nothing. Yeah, nothing with the cards. Island boy. Sad. Hopefully he gets involved. But I do like Rondell Moore as well. Doubtful. Sorry, man. I got a rep temple. It's my man. Robbie stinks, though. Yeah, he whoa, sucks. Whoa, not whoa. even worth the rep. You might as well just 
make Robbie, Robbie get. is a solid wide receiver for disown Robbie Anderson. Disown him. Leave my man. Shun him. And PJ Walker. He had they were a great bro. He's a quarterback. What? <laughs> yes, whatever. All right. My waiver target, not tempo related, Cole Komet. Someone we already talked about as well, but seems like the Bears offense is back on track here. Their <laughs> offensive coordinator, head coach, everyone's kind of getting on the same page at this point. And Justin Fields has looked a lot better. Their upcoming matchups include the Lions twice. They got the Jets, even though their defense has been a little bit better. Um, they have the Falcons and the Packers, and the Packers have been brutal. Not too tough of a schedule. Not the best, not the worst. Uh, some fantasy-friendly tight end matchups. So if you are someone who's had a struggling tight end, Maybe Tyler Higby. I wouldn't be afraid to pick up Cole Komet. Give him a shot. Give him a shot. Throw him out there. Like you never it. know. All right. Let's move on to buy low, sell high. Uh, we are, I think, approaching the trade deadline. Probably maybe two weeks away now at this point, or three weeks away in most leagues. So it's time to continue trading. Matt, start us off. Who is your buy low and sell high? Buy low. Chris Godwin. I feel like I've said this before, but I don't know how he is struggling to score more than like 14 or 15 fantasy points seeing the target share that he is. He is double-digit targets in all but two weeks, including week one where he left early. It was the first drive he got hurt on. and um, But himself and Mike Evans, I see as the 1A, 1B on this passing attack. And with the reports coming out that Rashad white maybe cutting into more of for nets workload i mean brady's already been throwing damn near 50 times a game so that could go up even a little bit more so i mean with this opportunity that godwin's seeing i see more big yardages coming later on in the season the touchdowns are going to come just go get them be patient and uh be happy i like it sell high sell high the highest of highs Justin Fields. I we all just said to trust him. I said for now. Uh he hasn't faced like truly any too tough of a defense so far this season. And in weeks one and two of the fantasy playoffs, he gets the Bills and the Birds, who both rank top five in points allowed, yards allowed, total yards allowed, passing yards allowed, and both top seven in rushing yards allowed, which could cap his uh rushing ability as a quarterback. Uh, if you draft a Fields as your number one, probably wasn't the best idea, so I'm sure you have somebody ahead of him. So if you have another top 10 guy instead of Fields, I would try and off Fields, get help wherever else you need it to get ready for the playoffs and just rock out with whoever you took ahead of him. What if you had Fields and Kirk Cousins? I'm rocking with Burke Buzzins, trade Fields. Mid-Muzzins, man. He has a good playoff schedule. Okay. I respect that. Respect that ideology. What about Gino or Fields? Or Brady or Fields? I'm taking Brady. Brady's I don't know. I might take Fields there, dude. I Brady's might, been, <laughs> Brady's Brady has been utterly bad. We've been saying Brady's going to heat up for like eight weeks. <laughs> he's not heating up. Just face it. Like, he's not he's 45 and divorced. He's not heating up. He's not. He's so far down the decline. He has two uh, games above 20 points. I don't know. That's a shame. It yeah. is a shame. 
It's no yeah, good. Yeah, I'll probably go Fields over Brady. But yeah, I do respect that thought process, especially if you do have one of the better quarterbacks in the league. Um, like if you have a some... Herbert and Fields, I would easily try and dump off Fields, get something else. Yeah, don't hate it. Um, question in the chat before T Gods gets to his. Got all for Geno Smith and Dallas Goddard for Josh Allen in your fantasy league. Please, Fuck God, no. keep Josh Allen. Tell them yeah, all seriously. to leave you alone. Even if Josh Allen is a bit banged up, I'm still taking Josh Allen all day, every day over them, unless you are like absolutely desperate at tight end. But even then, it's not worth it. I do love it. Dallas Goddard. Yeah, not that I mean, much. Not that much. Not that much. No. You need more for Josh Allen. Not enough. T Gods, buy low, sell high. What do we got? Buy low. Everybody's going to hate it. That's fine. I'm buying low on like a super solid RB2. Najee okay. Harris. I get it. Oh. Everybody's saying he sucks. Everybody, like, and like compared to last year, he does suck, but he's still like a solid RB2. Like he still gets the like 11 points at like most games. Like you just stick him in. He's like, don't look at it and like you'll get your 10, 11 points from <laughs> like. No, but like you need a player like that. You need someone that like you need someone that can just get you like solid points. And like whoever owns them, like is going to be mad at them. They're not going to want them. Like most likely, they're just going to take whatever for Najee. So like, and you got to hope maybe maybe they figure something out over the bye week. You never know. Like maybe he could do something a little bit more. Maybe they but, fire their offense coordinator. Hopefully, hopefully they do that as well. The offense has been struggling, so there like, have been rumors. Can get Najee for like free probably right now. Like, if you dra- if like his owner drafted him like super early and like Matt, I'm not I'm not swinging Najee. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's um, telling yeah. you to buy low, but he's not selling low. I respect it. Somebody yeah. else might be selling low. Someone might be selling low. Know. Not T Gaps. All right, sell, sell high T Gaps. Who we got? Sell high. Um, <clears throat> so like me, and Matt talked about it earlier a little bit. Got a little heated. Uh, Kenyon Drake, like, so he's on a bye week this week, so like you probably won't be able to sell him. And then the week after, like, Gus will be back, and then a couple weeks later, JK will be back. So, like, if you can get anything for Kenyon right now, like, do it. I'm not sure if you will. This might have been a bad sell high now that I'm kind of talking about it. But, <laughs> but if you if you can get anything for Kenyon, like, I would do that because, like, I just said, Gus will be back, uh, JK will be back, Mark Andrews will be back. Uh, Djax is going to get worked in. Duvernay isn't going to get one target every week. Like these past couple weeks have been weird. Kenyon has been going off, but it's definitely not something that's going to keep up. Yeah, completely agree. And it's tough with the buy, but if you can get something, get something. Mm-hmm. Even if it's Anything. like the J.K. Dobbins owner, although Matt is the J.K. owner, but <laughs> yeah. I know how to play fantasy. Stupid. <laughs> All right, buy low for me is Justin Herbert. Find the Herbert owner in your league. See if you can get him at a discount if you're looking for a quarterback. He has QB 14 on the season. His owner may be a bit frustrated. He has not been the Justin Herbert of last season. They probably expected him to be a top three quarterback, and he has not been a top three quarterback. Keenan Allen should be back in the next couple weeks, praying to the Lord that his hamstring somehow gets right. But Mike Williams should be back as well, and he's going to be throwing a ton in the fantasy playoffs. Go get Justin Herbert, especially if you're a playoff team. If you're sitting at six and three or seven and two and your quarterback struggling, if you can get Herbert, I'd go for it. Ride him out for a couple of weeks and the upside should come for the playoffs. Uh, sell high, Cordero Patterson. You guys may not agree, but 18 points looked great on the scorecard. 
it all looks great right now, but I think the floor has bottomed out. The, saw 39% of the snaps. They might be easing him back in, but even the first few games, he was still only seeing about 60%. He had 52 catches last season. Through four healthy games this season, he has five catches, eight targets, and five of those targets all came in week one. The last three healthy games, he's had one target in each game. The passing floor is not there anymore. Mariota doesn't dump the ball off. Algier also playing well. He looked really good. I think it's going to be a 50-50 split. His value is not what it was last season, and some people still are on that boat. I would sell high now. I love the buy low. It started out so good, and I just <laughs> completely hated the sell high. Sell hated him. it. No, sell don't. Him. I'm not selling him. Don't, don't sell him. him. He scores touchdowns. <laughs> all right. All right. I respect it, but that's just my take. Fair. It was right. a fair take. All right. I think that's it because we don't have Q, sadly. Jesus Christ, Q. Uh, Geek Mill does say it is time to fire Matt Canada. Full reboot in Pittsburgh. I would like to see it. Obviously, you're not getting rid of Mike Tomlin. Get rid of what's around him. Starting with Matt Canada, the offense has looked abysmal. Abysmal. Uh, Don't see any other questions in the chat at this time. If you do have them, drop them quick. But that's a wrap. Mike Tomlin's first losing season ever. I think so. He Damn. was always 500. Last it's year, did they sneak dog. to nine and eight? I don't remember. I think they did. Q is currently still locked out of his house. That's why he's not here. <laughs> How has your phone not died yet? You've been locked out for like four right. hours. Yeah, he's, he's got just a sitting there charger. Bored out of his mind. Uh, sorry, Q, that stinks. Hopefully you get back inside soon. It's got to be cold out there by now. Oh, it's definitely cold. It's cold out there at like 5 o'clock when I got home. All right. Uh, that's a wrap for the week nine. Oh, Q has a charger on the patio. Uh, but that's a wrap for the week nine recap. We will be back tomorrow with our week 10 preview. Make sure you use our promo code SUPERFB. If you're considering using Underdog Fantasy, don't forget. Also, Q will be back, so we will have trivia as well. Um, if you're looking to get a jersey from your favorite player or team, we are a Fanatics partner. Check them out. The link in our bio. They always have sales going on for free shipping, up sometimes up to 65% off. So check them out. Uh, also, if you did not know, we are a part of the Old City Sports Network. We have a ton of different sponsors with them, all in the Delco area. If you are around us, breweries, beef jerky, beard growth, more, a lot on there, a lot of cool stuff. Oldcitysports.com link is also in our bio. If you're here with us live, Hit the follow button on whatever you're watching, Twitch, subscribe on YouTube. Uh, we do have audio version of all of our podcasts as well, Spotify, Apple, and more if you want to check us out there. And, of course, all social media, Super Fantasy Bros Podcast, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Look us up, Super Fantasy Bros. You will find us. See you guys tomorrow. That is a wrap. Peace.